0: Welcome, Welcome to, to Big Natural, natural Talents. Hello, teenies. We're back on the pod, and Conchetta's here today. Let's hear your hear your voice, Conchetta.
1: Hello, my name is Conchetta Caristo. I'm Italian. <laughs> I'm dating a comedian called Ben Coshin. Mm-hmm. And I love sweet treats.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was an amazing impression. Thank you, yeah. No, we are joined back here again today by comedian, Mm. friend of the show, gentleman scholar. Um, Cameron James.
1: Gentleman and a scholar. That's my favourite thing to be called. I love it.
0: Imagine that. Has anyone ever, probably definitely someone's billed you as that? In people say it. People, people
1: say that to guys all the time when they don't know what to say to that guy. They're like, well, this
0: next guy is a gentleman and a scholar. They say that and then they give you some, like, beard oil.
1: Yeah, I'd love some beard oil, to be honest. Do you use beard oil? No, I don't. I, I should. can
0: tell. <sighs> what well, is beard oil? I walked right
1: into that one. Why do you have to oil
0: your beard? <laughs> I don't know. There was a brand of, like, pubic hair oil that Emma Watson was promoting for a while. Do you remember that? What? And I was like, okay, now we know that not only does, like, Emma Watson have a full dry bush...
1: dry bush? She's oiling <laughs> it
0: up. She's, like, keeping this soft bush. Keeping it
1: slick? Yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> Don't even... <laughs> I don't know any of these fucking products. I see so many of them every day, There's and so I don't know many. what they are. I don't know.
0: A lot of the time, when I think like, "Oh, I need a, pro- I need this product," and then I like go to buy it, I like pick it up in the shop, and I'm like, "If I, what if I didn't buy this?
1: Mm.
0: Nothing would happen. If yep. I bought it, nothing would happen." And then I put it down. I go on with my life.
1: And that is all we have time for today, guys. But so but take that with you because that's actually quite hold powerful. Hold onto that. Quite powerful. Next time, I
0: mean, actually, that brings me to – because I asked Conchetta as well when she couldn't come on the show. I said, do you have any um, thing that you want like me and Cam to give you advice on?
1: Mm. So she had
0: two things. One of them was about um, how do I stop shopping and find other hobbies? God. And I'm not equipped to answer that because mm. shopping is the only thing I can ever think of to do <laughs> any given day. Mm. <laughs> have you heard of – there's that theory of like you should have a third place, you have home, work. And a third place. Whoa,
1: what? You know and what is, is the third place? The well,
0: shops. Well, people have, well, mine is the shop. My, <laughs> my first, second and third place <laughs> is the shops. <laughs> but people have like, oh, you know, somewhere that they can go to like mm. a club or something. Or
1: oh, oh, that's crazy. I've never house. heard of that. I love the idea of that.
0: Yeah, it's nice.
1: I lo- I'd love to have, I always think of it like in sitcoms, how they have like their apartment. Mm. and then they have their workplace, but then they also have Central Perk. Yeah,
0: That's the third place. That's the third place. So that's the idea. I'd love a
1: Central Perk. Yeah. And I go in and there's big lounges mm. and I'm allowed to stay as long as I want and I can always get a spot on the lounge.
0: Where everybody knows your name. <laughs>
1: everybody knows my name. The cafe lattes are flowing. Yeah. And I can do whatever I want there. I can read. I can make fun of my... Um, uptight friend chandler yeah um, stuff like that <laughs> yeah i like the idea of a third place
0: yeah do you have a third
1: place no uh no but i always like get obsessive with wanting to have a hobby or something like mm. that so i can like relate to this idea of wanting to have something and i always think that every new thing i try is going to be the thing that i yeah that now defines the rest of my life yeah i'm always like oh okay i'm I guess I'm a guy that's that reads all the time mm. and I'll always be reading and I'll always have a book with me and um, everyone will know me as the guy that reads and I'll be sitting in the park reading. I
0: mean, we romanticise reading and I'm someone who started reading quite a lot, quite semi-recently. Mm. But I mean, what you don't hear about reading is like it's actually not that cool and interesting. It's like, oh, how many books have you read this year, Lauren? It's like, I've read quite a lot of books this year, mm. you know, 10 to 20 or something. But it's like... It's crime fiction about yeah. a you know, a woman in England. It's about um, a forensic archaeologist. I read, the most,
1: I read a lot it's not, too. It's all pulp shit. It's, it's all not mainstream fiction. It
0: makes me look crazy. <laughs> it doesn't make me look smart or interesting.
1: I have read I've read zero classics. No. Every I time know. I
0: try to read a classic, that it's bad.
1: Yeah, why would you? That's
0: why I thought I wasn't a reader. I was like I mean as a kid I read like, mm. you know, Harry Potter Strike that from the record but i was a kid
1: yeah um but even then i back then i knew something was up with jk i could tell
0: i could tell i could always tell yeah and i never thought summer heights high was funny <laughs> and i always knew that lizzo had hate in her heart yeah
1: me too even before lizzo was on the radar i just mm, sensed something i sensed something. I I was said, like, there's a pop star coming <laughs> and she's going to be quite mean to her dancers. Something
0: coming. <laughs> Yeah, when she said that stuff, I was like, I think she's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I say that about most women. Yeah. um, So it's nice to get one. Yeah. But no, yeah, that is a thing, I think. If you're a reader, then you've got to be... It's a specific thing to read to make it...
1: And you can't really make it your personality because no. it is so solitary. It's
0: antisocial. And also... When I'm, like, reading a book that I'm really into and just, like, reading all the time, it's, like, well, is this even productive? Is this just, like, being on TikTok anyway? Like, mm. just staying up late, finding out, you know, what the husband's secret <laughs> was in the Leanne Moriarty book.
1: Oh, I auditioned for a Leanne Moriarty TV show recently. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: Have you read any of Leanne's
1: books? No, my wife's read all of them, though. They're excellent.
0: Yes. Yeah, She's so, an excellent writer. So I hear. I was like, Leo Moriarty. And he just like, oh, you've got me. That's yeah. act, that's what you need in a book, okay? I was trying to read like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Mm. Oh, my God.
1: See, that's, that's boy areas. Boy areas. I've read areas. it. I've read all the Hunter S. Thompson there's shit, no, of course.
0: There's no plot. There's no, no what's keeping me to turn the page. It's I like, can't
1: imagine reading that shit again. But when yeah. I was like 19, I loved it yeah. and all that sort of stuff. But now I'm the most basic guy. I was joking about it with our friend Henry Stone the other day because he is currently reading John Grisham books. And I was like, they're good. I'm reading all the Stephen King books, and I mm. just feel like the most basic fucking dude on the planet.
0: But like, they're so. I've read all of Leanne Mariotti's books mm. and like, yeah, crime fiction stuff where it's like, yeah, page one of a Leanne book is like, oh my God, there's a letter on the table. What does it say? <laughs> Next chapter. She went about her day and I'm like, what's in the letter? Like then that's yeah, that's how yeah, you write yeah. a book. You need a hook. Give me a
1: hook. For like back on Conchetta's problem, the idea oh, yeah. of wanting a a hobby. Because I feel like I do that too and I try to make whatever my hobby is my personality. Like I got mm. really into boxing because that's I go to a boxing one. gym. That's fine. And I started watching all the old boxing fights okay. on KO cool. and every documentary about boxing. And I would talk about it all the time.
0: Have you ever sparred, actually? Yes. Did you get punched in yeah, the face? Yeah, it was
1: horrible. I, I hated it. That's
0: what I think as well. Because I'm, <laughs> you're a Rocky fan. Yeah. I'm a big Rocky fan, mm. and I get so inspired watching them. And I think boxing's cool. cool. I think if I got punched in the face ever once in my life, mm. I would be like, stop the fight. Yeah. I'm absolutely never doing this again.
1: I think if I got pu- in a real fight, oh, like, even worse, fight, I'd be like, I'll do anything to make this stop. I'll fucking. <laughs>
0: What do you hey, want? What do you want me to be? I'll be money, your fucking slave. This, I'll do anything. I'll follow you around. I don't know. I'll, like, transfer your money from my yeah. bank account. Yeah.
1: Like, just tell me how much you want. Let's <laughs> Just stop doing Don't
0: this. hit me. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't want to be hit. I and really I think don't.
0: that shouldn't be controversial.
1: No, no, no. <laughs> I really just don't want it. I really don't but want I've, it. But I do have the problem where I try to make everything, uh, like, my entire personality. And I don't, I don't really know what the answer is for Conchetta because, mm. like, unfortunately, our hobbies... Are the things that we've turned into careers, well, yeah, which I was is comedy say, and whatever performing and all you're that stuff.
0: Probably prone to do that and see like hobbies as like a single-minded pursuit. Yeah, yeah. That you have to turn into something productive mm. because you're also the kind of person that like has done that exactly with music and. and I feel
1: like if we were like, because I know you like to cook. Yeah, I like to cook as I well. Like to
0: cook. But like, I can't like that's have not re- a restaurant. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's the wo- that's yeah. the weird one because cooking. Is so different mm. to actually doing th- that in any professional capacity.
1: Yeah, but it's also a necessity. It's, yeah, it's like it's you're doing it because you need to eat. It's not like I'm just doing this for fun and I throw yeah. the food away.
0: Yeah, and it is funny, like to be like proud of it. It's like, yeah, you know, I put together like a really <laughs> nice like little egg white frittata today. And it's like, yeah, you made lunch.
1: Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> that's,
0: that's the floor. That's the bare minimum.
1: <laughs> what do you think? What, what are a I think she has what a What would n- her, a hobby be for her?
0: Um I mean I think she's got heaps of hobbies. I mean like her hobby's like going for a walk.
1: And okay. like is that a hobby?
0: I think for ficken con- It is. <laughs> like
1: me for me a hobby is just having a drink of water.
0: Yeah, if, if I like go for a walk I'm like D-d-d-d-d-d-d. I'm I'm doing and I have to do it all the time. I mm. do it. But if Conchetta goes for a walk, you know, she's looking around, she's seeing things, okay. she's waving at people in the neighborhood, she's meeting th- people. Like, that is an activity. Like, she makes she makes everything a hobby.
1: Yeah, sure. I, I mean, it just feels like that's not something yeah. you can meet up with people. I guess you can meet up with people to meet go for up a group. walk. Hiking. hiking uh, if you, If you said to me my hobby is hiking, I would accept that. That's a hobby. But if it was my hobby is going for a walk <laughs> around my neighborhood... I don't know if I count that uh, as a hobby.
0: Well, actually, a good hobby for Conchetta would hmm. be also something that could help her with her vocal issues. Because her mm. other thing that she wanted advice with was, how do I go to events and um,
1: oh, yeah. run into
0: people and stuff and not talk? Yeah. Because she's not meant to be talking for like more, I don't hours think I
1: could do it if I was her. I actually don't know how she's functioning in the world.
0: I mean, I think what's been happening is she just has been talking. Mm. And that's kind of been the problem. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I don't talk for a lot of hours of the day, but that's because I don't. I haven't had a job for a while. And then, like, I go to a gig. Do you ever go to a gig and you, like, start talking to people and you realise, like, oh, this is the first time. Well, actually,
1: doing this podcast today was the first time I've spoken all day, I think. Yeah.
0: And it all is backed up in there.
1: Yeah. But maybe, like, I would love to see Conchetta with a sign hung around her neck. Yeah. That says, like, hi, I'd love to chat to you, but unfortunately I am on vocal rest Mm. due to extreme... Nodule (laughs) (laughs) issues vis a vis Cosima DeVito, Australian Idol 2002. Cultural
0: reference, everyone will. Yeah.
1: An um, and then like maybe there's a QR code with a link to what vocal nodules are so people can scan that on their phone.
0: Yeah, she could actually, I mean, she could make a QR code, which is like a video greeting of mm. her going, Hi, yeah. I'm Conchetta. Like, it's so nice to meet you and I'm so excited to meet you. If you've run into me and recognized me from comedy, thank you so much, girly. Yeah, um, that's good. If you're the worker at McDonald's, can I please have a <laughs> medium 10 piece nugget meal, no sauce with a bottle of water? And Disgusting. a Oreo McFlurry with extra cho- chocolate topping. Like, so much chocolate like topping. Like, you're
1: going to think it's enough, but <laughs> you're actually only halfway there. Like, and I want going. it in the bottom yeah. and all the way through the middle as well and on top. And
0: on top. And I'm willing to pay for it. So yeah. don't be stingy. Don't charge think, me whatever oh, it takes. I'll
1: just give her a little bit extra. No, because I will pay, I'll pay whatever as you want. much as you say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so like the Nikuako could just say that. <laughs>
1: That's actually a perfect solution for her. It's
0: kind of the two interactions <laughs> that she needs to have. Down
1: and it can be a hobby, like you said, because she can get into like video editing and filmmaking yes. and do like some fun, Content. some fun filters mm, to go with it. Funny, she teach could, herself yeah. to use Adobe Premiere Rush to edit the video. Perfect. Yeah.
0: Well, that's sorted.
1: That's sorted. I think we got that done.
0: What's that on that? Yeah. I saw a while ago you quit Twitter.
1: Yeah, I did. I was inspired by the um, Russell Brand scenario. Did you, by the way...
0: I didn't read heaps about it, to be honest.
1: Well, I mean, for everyone who knows what happened, I'm not going to reiterate all that stuff. But I went on Twitter to... It's been the first time in a long time that I had gone deep on a gossip-like thing. Yeah,
0: because I'm very surface-level Twitter these days. I'm not even tweeting that much. I feel like when you get on a roll with tweeting, mm. then you're thinking of tweets all the time. Yeah, but I'm off that roll, so every now and then I tweet, and it gets like no likes, and I'm like, well, why would I bother? Yeah,
1: but I just I never think of anything anymore. I can't think of any posts. I, I don't just think like of never can be bothered. My mind is empty. Yeah, my mind's times. empty, and but anyway, this Russell Brand thing came out, mm. and I was like, I need to find out every bit of information about this because it's fascinating to me. Because
0: well, what it, did you find? Do you give us a little summation.
1: Well, I mean, there was a BBC documentary. Uh, that essentially outed him as being a predator Mm -hmm. and his predatory behaviour. And a bunch of comedians were talking in the documentary about how this was an open secret within comedy in the UK. And some of it I'd heard before, but there was new information. And then, so I went on Reddit and I was reading everyone else's stuff on Reddit where a lot of... Comedy insiders were posting anonymously their own Russell Brand stories. Mm. And I thought, this is so, this is filling me up because I have hated Russell Brand for so long that this is satisfying to me to read and to witness the undoing yeah. of this guy. And then I went, I need more of this. I'm going to go on Twitter and read all the negative shit people are saying on Twitter. Because in the past, Twitter has been. The place to go to to like tear someone down,
0: yeah. And it's like in such live real time as well yeah. on Twitter. And then you'll see like all the random zones, and then you'll see like a celebrity who you think is completely outside of that yeah. world, just like way in.
1: See a blue tick, you're like, yeah. Whoa, what the
0: fuck? But now it, anyone's got a blue tick. I know, well, that's so what that I, I found. So I
1: went on there, and like obviously, all the lefties bailed on Twitter a while ago, yeah. and so it was literally just people supporting Russell Brand for like thousands and thousands of posts of people being like, they're coming for him, the like the woke mafia or whatever yeah. coming to take him down because he's close to the truth. Russell was so close to taking down the Murdochs and the mainstream media <laughs> and they can't handle it. So they've concocted all these lies to take him down. I think I read about a thousand of those and they're all from blue ticks yeah. from people i never heard of. And I just like didn't say anything to anyone out loud i just went straight to account settings and deleted the account <laughs> i was like i can't have this yeah. in my life anymore it has changed i can't it's handle changed. it it's too much
0: it's a bad vibe and also it feels like there's no benefit to twitter like i feel like there was a moment in time where like people could like have a viral tweet and get a book mm. deal or something oh yeah yeah now totally. you get nothing from twitter
1: i know it's just like a waste of time now yeah but it, I got so deep. It had been such a long time since I'd gone full ball into gossip. Yeah. And I've, I was on f- like FOMOIR, the DUMOIR subreddit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just got too deep. I was in there for like a whole day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just like reading everything, everything that anyone has ever said about Russell Brand or all the other comedians that are apparently going to get oh, taken yeah. down soon. Wow. Yeah. I mean... You were on the list. I would have been. Yeah. yeah. You'll be getting down, taken down. Thank God. You've done some horrific Cut stuff. Cut me down. Yeah, yeah. Someone finally. cancel me. Someone cancel this gal.
0: Did you have any gossip in mind that you wanted to share? I haven't even asked. Um,
1: I don't know if this counts as gossip. It but does. Okay. <laughs> so I, I just remembered this when I said I auditioned yeah. for a Leanne Moriarty oh. program. Yeah. For HBO, mind you. Wow. And I never get called up for those things
0: well that's the one that you might get it was exciting
1: it's always the way but um I filmed a an ad mm-hmm. a big ad, big ad for a big car brand that I cannot say but they are famous and they're German and it rhymes with Volkswagen,
0: wow,
1: that I cannot name what it is. I wonder what
0: one has it it already come out.
1: No, because you
0: did some car thing, I did
1: a car thing uh, a few years ago, yeah. But this was like even bigger, it was a pretty good chunk of change, and it was a really high budget ad where my character in the ad was a guy running from a zombie apocalypse. And so, so there was all these people in makeup as zombies and shit, and I was running from them. Very, it was, felt like I was on a movie set. Yeah. And then I crawl under a car to hide from them, and while I'm under the car, I get distracted by the cool car that I'm under, and I'm like, far out, a twin, twin engine. Blah, 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 yeah. I say all the lingo and shit. And then I start, like, talking too loud about how excited I am about this car, and the zombies hear me, and they drag me out and presumably yeah. eat me.
0: That's fun. But it's all
1: because I'm so pumped on this car. That's
0: quirky.
1: And it was fun. It was quirky. It was a fun couple of days on set. Mm-hmm. And then the ad didn't air and will never air mm-hmm. and has been locked in a vault because someone crawled under one of those cars in real life and got crushed by it. Oh, my God. <laughs> like a week before the ad was supposed to air. He got, do
0: you still get paid? Yeah,
1: I still get paid. <laughs> but
0: Don't hate that. Someone... <laughs>
1: I don't know why they did it, but someone in like America or something wow, was underneath was. that exact model of car and it what? crushed what? them or something. I don't think they're dead. I think they're still yeah, like, they're, they were crushed, but, and they sued the car brand that I cannot say.
0: How did they get crushed? Like, how I did don't they really like know what?
1: the full story.
0: <laughs> was it was it a story like or that it's like very cautious to kill the ad over like yeah
1: yeah this i thing. i mean i didn't read anything about it i just got told by that's my manager so that the ad will never air for that reason.
0: Can you still? Do you get a clip of it for your real? I'd love
1: the clip. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cool. There was so much makeup. It this for my real man. Yeah, I need to showreel. <laughs> so
0: you, you know, you don't do these gigs for the money. You do them like for the exposure. Yeah. The... Yeah. I do oh. it for the
1: to get to meet all the extras who are dressed up as zombies. Oh yeah,
0: extras are the weirdest people ever.
1: It was crazy. It was such a crazy big production.
0: It was it shooting in Sydney? Yeah, it was. Wow.
1: Out west.
0: And I mean, like, at least you still got paid. That's good as well. But also the dream with ads, which I've never had. Um, I've only ever done social media ads, mm. which is like the wild fucking west. If your ads on TV. You get paid a million dollars in cash in a suitcase. (laughs) (laughs) And if you do an ad that's on Instagram, doesn't matter if it's a huge corporation, they'll give you $100. It's
1: insane. Like There's just no money at all.
0: It's genuinely sickening. And then you talk to anyone who's like outside of the media and they're like, that's not bad for a day's work. And I'm like, it's what like an accountant makes in a day. Yeah. (laughs) And I've been... Working my whole life for this day. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: And it's my face forever on the internet.
1: I've gone for so many big things in my time. And I remember I went for... I was on a shortlist for a big beer ad. Mm. Again, probably can't say which brand it was, but uh, they have a product that is new and Ooh. a product that is old. Yeah, so it's a major beer. So it's a major beer. It's
0: not a craft brewery. No,
1: major beer. And I got down to whatever the final, yeah. whatever, to be this part in the ad. And when you get down to that far, they show you how much you'll make on the contract because oh. you have to sign a holding contract. And
0: then that's the thing as well. There's the thing of like, oh, and it runs for this long. Yeah. But then if they renew it for another six yeah, that months, again. you get paid that all you get over again. double
1: what you are signing for.
0: And that's how it should be because what you're getting paid for is not the day that you run around on set. You're no. getting paid for your face.
1: Yeah, it's for your face to be on all on that stuff. and a anyway. yeah. It was $200,000. <laughs> And so I was like spending that money in my head. (laughs) As soon as I saw the paper, I'm like, oh, okay, well, fantastic. I'm going on a holiday and Mm -hmm. I like started planning the holiday.
0: You could put a deposit on a house. Yep, I was
1: like, it'll probably get rolled over because it looks like it's going to be a big ad. So I'll probably be able to like buy a car. And I was like making all these plans with it. And then I didn't get it. Some other fucking ranger with a beard got it.
0: I think I know the guy <laughs> <laughs> the fucking face. <laughs> that guy that I glance on an ad and think, is that Cam? Oh,
1: I actually met that guy. That guy? There is a guy that looks very similar to me. That's, the Litterbug uh, ad or that something? That guy, yeah. yeah. I met him in Perth. Wow. And I was He was at a show that I was doing comedy at.
0: Did he know? Like, uh, the connection.
1: Yeah. So we were like staring at each other <laughs> in the bar and I was thinking, I wonder if that's the guy from the ad. He looks like the guy from the ad. Yeah. And he was looking at me thinking, I think that guy's that comedian that people keep tagging. People must have been tagging him and stuff too and being like, you look like this guy. And we started chatting and now we're Instagram friends.
0: Wow, that's beautiful.
1: And it turns out he's friends with Luke Heggy as well. So it's a small world.
0: Well, that is Australia. That's like what I was saying last episode about how I can't talk about any Australian Mm. ever because like...
1: You will come across them.
0: They're going to be in a bar in Perth. Yeah, yeah. God, my dream to get a $200,000 ad. You just hear, you only ever hear, I always hear like legend of that ad. You know, yeah, it's, like, totally. it's like, oh, someone, you know, freaking like this guy that I'll tell you who it was afterwards, like, you know, tell, talking a big game about It's like, yeah, I auditioned for a Mars ad that was shooting in New Zealand. It's like, you know, you kind of, it's like an action film sequence, basically. You're on top of a moving train. <laughs> uh, it was 250K. Um, <laughs> didn't get it down to the wire though. Um, that kind of shit.
1: Well, I know a couple of guys that have bought houses from ads. I've done.
0: I love that. That's it's like, insane. That's the last bastion of mm. um, show business, crazy money areas. Yeah, totally. Everywhere else, they've realised <clears throat> that they can just kill you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Questions for Cam. I mean, I've got heaps of stuff that I wasn't going to ask you. Um, okay. This is a personal one. Okay. And it's also based on, on my personal. Hmm. I make my boyfriend like give me a foot massage like almost every day. <laughs> What do you think about that? <laughs> How often are you massaging your wife? <clears throat> Is this a deal breaker for you? I've like, I feel like my demand for like getting a massage has honestly like driven wedges in relationships that I've had in the past. <laughs> and I remember when I first started dating Alex, he was like, "I will always massage you if you ask." And I was like, "Be careful what you say."
1: Are be you serious? Careful. Every day you need a massage?
0: Almost like if we're like sitting on the couch at night or something, hmm. I would be like massage me
1: wow yeah and is he good
0: yeah but even like i feel like you don't have to be that good like Mm. it's just you know just just do something just
1: i reckon i've given crazy to admit like four massages to my wife ever
0: wow (laughs) i guess you didn't set the expectation does she not like massages
1: she never asks for it not on the menu it's never been on the menu look she's a snuggler she likes to cuddle and yeah. snuggle on the lounge and all that, and I'm up for that, mm. but she's never, like, angling for a rubdown <laughs> like some little fucking rats.
0: <laughs> I have a very sore body <laughs> all the time.
1: <laughs> I think she would much prefer a professional to do it. Are you getting professional massages as well?
0: Um, I would like to more often, I guess, <laughs> but... Every, I mean, every time I think I'm like, I'm going to do it. But then it's like a hundred bucks. Yeah. And sometimes it's not that good. Yeah, the, Becky the gets
1: professional massages all the time.
0: I, I like, totally see that.
1: To like at least once a week. I wow. Yeah. And like foot massage, whatever, anything. She's always splashing cash on that.
0: Wow. I mean, it's like worthy. Every it's t- not
1: I, ever something that I've done. I've, <laughs> I've had like, m- again, maybe only three massages ever.
0: Wow. Yeah. So you're not into it?
1: I, I always enjoy it when I get it, mm. but it's never something that I think of to do. Yeah, more likely I think of going to a sauna or something. I'm like I that would be relaxing. To
0: never me. been in a sauna, I don't think, unless you count this steaming hot <laughs> studio. This is
1: <laughs> ca- kind of a sauna. <laughs> yeah. I'm sweating. Yeah.
0: Um. No, I never go in the sauna. I don't see the every, everyone. Okay, so there's something that you need to know about the Sydney comedy community, especially hmm. the men in that community. There's a huge sauna culture. Yeah, yeah. In the Sydney there comedy, is. there's a sauna problem. Yeah, in the Sydney comedy. I don't community. go with
1: other people like that. I think that's weird.
0: We know these guys that are yeah. going to the sauna. They're out there. There's a huge sauna culture. So hmm. you're going solo sauna.
1: Yeah, I'd prefer to be solo in there.
0: How do you even find a sauna in Sydney that doesn't already have a comedian in it? Because <laughs> that's my impression of saunas in Sydney. Like, they're, they're around everywhere. Like, I mentioned, like, oh, I, I go to the gym at this aquatic centre and someone's mm. like, oh, yeah, I've been to that sauna.
1: Yeah, it's I like, know the one you're talking yeah. about because that's the one everyone goes that's to. That's the sauna. Yeah. Like uh, I think um I go to – I like to go and be alone. Mm. I'm like – Alone. A classic introverted extrovert. yeah and I like my alone time in the sauna.
0: I um, can't imagine anything worse than sitting in a sauna with a comedian be horrible <laughs> Like and they're trying to riff or something because like even if you're friends with them yeah. they are still probably trying to you know
1: yeah ugh. no I would hate that I'm not into that yeah and I'm not against massaging my wife. I don't want you to <laughs> think that Seems I would like she he... if she wants a massage. She can get a massage. Yeah. But it's just not, it's never something that's come up.
0: Why don't you tonight go home and off and and give her a massage? Mm. Even if it's just like a little hand or a foot massage while you're watching a movie or something. And well, see what I'd it, love to, but I am does.
1: unfortunately headlining at Scary Strangers tonight.
0: Oh, wow. You're going to have to drop out. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to drop out. And sure, i got to cancel my gig. Yeah.
1: And go home and rob my wife. <laughs>
0: I think that's a valid. Reason. I'll say
1: that to the bookers.
0: I think they won't be mad.
1: Yeah. Go. My my wife needs a rubdown.
0: Yeah, and they'll be like, oh, please, please. Yeah,
1: take as much time as you need.
0: All right. I want to finish on gossip. Are you an American football guy?
1: Not really. Neither am well, are you I. But you're going to talk about Taylor Swift.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I feel like it's obligatory. Yeah. Taylor Swift has a new boyfriend. Sure. He plays football.
1: And he's jacked.
0: And he's a big man. (laughs) (laughs) Really, she's, you know, she's been with freaking Joe Olwen for Mm. so long. I think it's, I mean, Joe Olwyn. he's had some, he's had some gigs. He's had some acting gigs. But it's pretty funny how, like, he really hasn't, like, he was attached to the biggest PR machine.
1: I don't really even know how that happens. How do you cross paths with Taylor Swift?
0: Yeah. Well, apparently, okay, I had a girlie, a listener, Alexandra, gave Me, the rundown on Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, the football player boyfriend. Uh-huh. Um, and she got a lot of information from Dumois as well. Sure. Um, she said, so apparently, in his podcast, so he has a pod, yeah, that was news to me. <laughs> he's quite a famous football player okay. because his brother is also a football player, okay. And they play, they versed each other in the Super Bowl once.
1: Whoa. Um, Matthew Johns and Andrew Johns also played each other a couple of times. Wow. Sharks and knights, so I, can, Family relate. Feud. I yeah. can relate to that. His
0: position as well, which I was excited to learn that this word, um, his position is a tight end. That's the name, a tight end.
1: Yeah, I've heard that in movies, and it is an incredibly sexual term.
0: I watched all of Friday Night Lights and I never heard that. They never <laughs> brought that up. They were like, you know what, let's not mention that.
1: Yeah, everyone will make fun of that.
0: Also, these are kids yeah. playing in you know, it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, but he's, he's kind of been in the media here. Apparently he hosted SNL. Anyway, he's famous. Uh, wow. He has a podcast. and um, He has and he, a
1: better comedy career than us.
0: I, he absolutely does. He's
1: got a huge podcast and he's hosted SNL.
0: <laughs> and he can play football. What can we do?
1: <laughs> Nothing.
0: That's what sucks. I hate it when people yeah. have another thing. I'm like, well, don't do do something through that. Just do the one thing, idiot. Just do one thing at mm. a time. Anyway, in his podcast, he said he went to the Taylor Swift gig. Um, don't know why maybe he loves to s- her. I he's guess. a Swifty mm. uh, and lots of people like exchange bracelets at Taylor Swift gigs apparently it's like a thing they make beaded bracelets and he had one with his phone number on it um, that he wanted to give her and Taylor doesn't do meet and greets but apparently he like left the bracelet with her people um, and everyone was like talking about it and then that's where they connected
1: mm. he left
0: his number on a bracelet for her so he pursued her and I assume do you he admire that or she not she picked up the phone mm. I mean, that's, like, a pretty big shooter shot, Taylor yeah. Swift. I also think um, the kind of guy that, like, goes for Taylor Swift, I mean, he's either, like, delusionally narcissistic mm-hmm. in thinking that, like, yeah, I can do, like, yeah, or he's probably, like, a true and deep feminist that, like, admires female success. Mm. Do you think?
1: Yeah, I can see that.
0: Because she's, like richer than she's i mean he'd be pretty rich and pretty successful and pretty big but, totally like she's like he
1: has a huge podcast
0: she'd be intimidating to most guys
1: yeah, yeah 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 not me i'd be fine with that yeah i'd actually love to be a kept man <laughs> i think that would be so good
0: it would be awesome and if, it's so much money taylor swift money it's not even oh, like, i'd
1: love to be married to taylor swift if just, she was just like i mean i would never leave my wife but god forbid <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if, if taylor swift came along at the right time and said hey, I'd like you to be my husband and Mm. you don't have have to work. You just get to hang around and come to the shows.
0: What if the work was you had to give her a massage every day? (laughs)
1: Okay, I'm out. (laughs) You're out. I'm out.
0: (laughs) Deal breaker. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, that's the tea. Anyway, she went to his game. Everyone thinks that maybe she met his mum at the game. She loves to meet a mum. We've all seen the famous pictures of Taylor Swift with Tom Hiddleston's mum on the beach.
1: No, that was a fake relationship, wasn't it?
0: I think it was. It was like, <laughs> never really that confirmed. I only saw,
1: like, four photos of them and I was like, this looks weird.
0: I never believed it. I also, like, never believed Tom Hiddleston as a sex symbol.
1: Yeah, that was a short-lived moment in time, I weird think. Weird head. Yeah.
0: High hairline. Yeah. Goggle eyes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> looks like a stick insect.
0: What the hell? <clears throat> they were yeah. just, like, probably, like, knew that Michael Fassbender was going to get cancelled pretty soon and then they were like, we need another weird pokey little guy.
1: I know, but Fassbender is uh, at least like classically handsome.
0: He's borderline still, I think. Mm. He is much more handsome. Mm. Yeah, whereas I think like Hiddleston is like the ugly version of Fassbender.
1: Sure, and where does Benedict Cumberbatch uh, measure?
0: (laughs) He's kind of in a league of his own.
1: (laughs) He's his own thing. Yeah,
0: I was always like, (laughs) Benedict Cumberbatch like, no, no, no. And then I think at the time... When I was watching Sherlock, I was like, I think he's hot. (laughs) And that's the craziest role.
1: There aren't many like versions of that that a guy can do, a straight guy can do, I mean, because like almost every woman that has ever been captured on cinema is beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) There's no like, you know who I think's hot? Mm. Um, Vanessa Kirby from The Crown. It's like, (laughs) well, yeah, she looks like a model. (laughs) like there's no one that you can just like go you know who's weirdly attractive because they're all hot
0: there was a whole episode about of the office remember about hillary swank
1: oh yeah that's right i think she's hot
0: she's like and that was the thing (laughs) it was like if you ever saw her in real life yeah she'd be the hottest person you know
1: i saw um i've seen a lot of hot people (laughs) in real life but I've seen (laughs) a lot of hot chicks, you know. I remember the one that took me by surprise the most Mm. was Danny Minogue. I met Danny Minogue and I was like, I'd never thought about her once in my life, I think. Mm. I just knew she existed. But seeing her and meeting her in real life, I I couldn't stop thinking about her. Striking. Like I came home and I was just talking about her so much to my wife, being like, Danny was just so. She just had the extra. Mesmerizing
0: (laughs) us. When you meet a real star like that, it is like that. That's like, I met, um, I had the same effect with Vance Joy.
1: Oh, right. I met him
0: and he was really nice Mm. and also like really tall, pretty hot. And I was just like, wow. This Dance is a joy. great guy. <laughs> and like, I, you know, I quite liked Riptide, whatever. Sure, when it was we on, all then liked I was, Riptide. then when I, I hit songs kind I'd be like, no, guys, like, he's really good. <laughs> you don't get it like I do because I saw him kind of perform this live on set at Tonightly when I was working as a runner <laughs> buying him muesli bars. Um, but he had a kind of magnetism.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's the thing. It's star power is what we're attracted he to. He absolutely has star
0: power. Yeah. Can we get that? Do we have that? Uh, at times, sometimes, yeah. I feel like I've had flashes of it, glimpses of it.
1: I get like definitely sh- small doses of it every now and then. I can tell. I'm like, "Fuck, I just had it,"
0: I d- but it's gone. It. It's, it's like smoke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 what? Come back! Come back! Come back! <laughs> I have it for like one riff. Yeah. Um, in the basement. Of Happy Endings Comedy Club in King's Cross for one moment. It's
1: very small doses. Mm. And every now and then I can feel it. And then I become too aware of it and it's gone.
0: And that's the key. You can't (laughs) be aware. Danny isn't dazzled by herself.
1: Oh, Danny.
0: We're working on it. Mm. All right. I reckon we can wrap it up. All right. Thanks for coming on, Cameron James. Thank you for
1: having me. Thank Cam you. has his
0: own podcast as well. You can check out, you can listen to. I'm always recommending Finding Drago to people.
1: Thank you. It's kind of the
0: classic. If you're kind of just getting into the Cameron James universe, um, it's a good place to start. The CJU. it's <laughs> 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 a great place to start. <laughs> yeah, why not? Is anyone ever saying that, CJU? Mm, no, I,
1: mean, I like it though.
0: would that be the Cam and Alexi universe? C- yeah,
1: I reckon that would be my uh, the Cam and Alexei universe. And then there's the Cam and Becky universe as yeah. well, which is its own thing. The CBU. And then there's just my universe, yeah. which is just like lots of chilling, lots mm-hmm. of smoking weed. Mm-hmm.
0: It's like, hey, welcome to my place. Yeah. Welcome to my crib.
1: I do things a little differently around here. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um and you can find Cam on social media except mm-hmm. not Twitter. Not
1: Twitter. Sorry, Russell Brand stands.
0: Sorry. Sorry, no, Sorry. no oh. twitty witties <laughs> for the brandy pandies
1: Thanks for having me.
0: My pleasure. Let's this room is really hot. Yeah. And I think you can all hear it, so let's get out of here. Let's get in the ice bar. <laughs>